Sunday Meditation, April 11, 1982. LL Research Channeling Hatan and Latwi. C. Channeling. I am Hatan, and I am now with this instrument. We greet you, as always, in the love and the light of the one infinite Creator. For many of your peoples, this is a holy time of your year, a time in which hope and faith is renewed, as they remember the one known to you as Jesus and how he overcame what you term death to live. My friends, each in his own fashion finds as they forget, as they begin anew to learn, as each as they incarnate, are reborn, begin to experience again a start of the road that will take them back and will enable them to remember that forgotten. Each of you has begun to see a small part of that which was forgotten, each seen that which they need. Awareness of forgetting. It is a valuable step for your journey. Your life will We are experiencing difficulty with our contact with this instrument and will now, at his request, transfer this contact. I am Hatan. L. Channeling. I am Hatan. I am now with this instrument, and I again greet you in the love and light of the Infinite Creator. My friends, that which you celebrate at this time of your year is a rebirth and re-emergence of life upon your planet and within your souls. It is fitting that the death in the physical form of that one which you call Jesus coincides with this time of rebirth. For just as a change in form occurs throughout those areas of your planet experiencing what you call spring, in that an old form, that of the concealed, that of the waiting, that which seems withered and dead externally, but merely conceals and protects the life within, is suddenly abandoned and a new life leaps forth, a life form which was unseen and inconceivable in its previous incarnative form. A new life spreads literally with the speed of light across your planet. For is it not light that summons the new life forth and feeds, nourishes, and sustains it as the trees and flowers begin to grow, climbing ever higher, ever further, extending their buds as arms and hands reaching to grasp the light, almost as if desiring to take hold of it and pull it back into the center of their souls. My friends, accept, recognize, and celebrate your spring. Let your growth proceed in harmony with the flower and grasses that surround you, and let your hearts climb ever higher, striving to obtain that light, to ingest it, to make it ever a part of you. There is in your need 
correction. In your world, a need for this substance. And just as on the physical realm, the light is passed through the food chain from plant to animal, from animal to animal, in truth, from brother to brother, so also within the spiritual realm, my friends. Be aware of your need to share your light and of your brother's need to partake of your light, that you may both be sustained. At this time, we would pause that our brothers and sisters of Lytos might pass among you and extend their conditioning vibration to those of you who mentally request it. I am Hatan. I am Hatan. I am once again with this instrument. My friends, it is our desire at this time to take our leave that our brothers and sisters of Latwi might perform their service of answering your questions. Adonai, my friends, I am Hatan. Carla Channeling I am Latwi, and I greet you, my friends, in the love and the light of the one infinite Creator. I am very, very pleased to be with you this evening, and very pleased that we are able to say a few words through this instrument before we get to the task at hand, which is our great privilege. We are always pleased to be able to use this instrument. My friends, we would like you to consider an aspect of this which you call the resurrection of an entity known to you as Jesus of Nazareth. To some extent, this occasion has been upon each of your minds this day, and we take this opportunity to use this story to the purpose for which it was intended, as example for your consideration. My friends, what would you feel if one to whom you were very devoted had been killed in a most barbarous manner and his body placed in a cave behind a great rock? It is daybreak, my friends, and you go to tend the dead. You are mourning, yet you know death, for it comes to all. But there is no corpse. What do you feel, my friends, when a being whiter than any normal being and more full of light says to you, He is not here. He is alive. My friends, there were reasons why the women did not disbelieve the livingness of their beloved. Undoubtedly, your first impulse would be to say, There is trickery involved here and someone has robbed a grave. But if you knew that the dead one was now alive, what would you feel? My friends, the women were afraid and most troubled in mind, because the possibility of life had suddenly been presented to them. My friends, we ask you why are you afraid of dying and take your living 
for granted. Would it not be more helpful to you to have a fear and awe and a wonder of the living that you are somehow miraculously doing? Many of your peoples, my friends, pass through this life in a dream, scarcely waking till they die. Let your life become less familiar to you. Try to see how totally amazing it is. Find that which has been called in your holy works, life more abundant. Because, my friends, there is so much to do, to see, to feel. There is so much joy in the universe. Why waste a day, a moment, upon indifference? We rejoice with you that we share consciousness. You are all alive, and you shall be now and forever. Stand in awe of the great consciousness of the Creator, and try not to slip too quickly into indifference. I shall at this time leave this instrument that we may proceed with any questions which you may wish to ask at this time. I leave this instrument in the love and the light of the Creator. I am Latwi. Jim, channeling. I am Latwi, and I greet you all once again in the love and the light of the One Creator. It is now our privilege to begin the question and answer portion of this meeting. May we at this time ask if there are any questions. See, as I began to channel tonight, the contact was good, but I realized after it started that I assumed a position too close to a heating vent and felt some physical discomfort. But tonight I had when I usually channel, it seems I have concept with words. It's sort of like it had a little caption there, and I see the words as I try to speak them. But tonight, I had a concept. But it seemed there were no words, and I felt a bit of nervousness. That I felt like I had no words to express the concept. And I was just wondering if tonight, Hatan was trying to help me further develop as a channel by having me draw upon myself more, or whether the contact was just weakened by me being my attention being distracted by physical discomfort. Latwi I am Latwi and am aware of your question, my brother. We might suggest that your latter assumption is more nearly correct, for the mind which is divided does not pay the necessary attention to the concepts which are presented to it. May we answer you further, my brother? See. Si. No, thank you. Latwi. We thank you. Is there another question at this time? R. Yes, can you tell us if the Easter Shroud of Turin is the actual burial cloth of Christ? And also, what created the image on it? Latwi I am Latwi, and am aware of your query, my brother. We shall, we are afraid, have to invoke 
that great law of confusion at this time. For we do not feel it would be appropriate for us to answer the riddle which is presented by this artifact, which you have called the Shroud of Turin. For such mysteries are most important to your peoples at this time in their evolution. Such mysteries pose questions of the eternal for the conscious minds to consider. Each entity upon your planet now seeks in ever greater degree to proceed with its evolutionary path. And such mysteries as this one do serve as a stimulus to provoke the questioning and increase the seeking. May we answer you further, my brother. R. No, thank you. Latwi. We thank you. Is there another question at this time? L. Yes, first for myself and those present, I'd like to wish you a happy Easter. Beyond that, I've noticed in myself that my dedication, if you wish to call it that, tends to wax and wane with no particular stimulus or lack of stimulus that I can discern. Would you discuss this subject? Latwi. I am Latwi and am aware of your question, my brother. We would first of all thank you for your Easter wishes and hope that we do not lay any eggs this evening. We now address your query. The seeker shall, as it proceeds on what you might call the path of enlightenment, discover those light areas and those dark areas in its seeking. These may be likened unto times when the seeker is most clearly aware that it is seeking and might feel some pride, shall we say, in the success of the seeking. There might be the comparison of current attitudes, thoughts, and desires with those of the entities past. And there might be some, shall we say, rejoicing at the progress that has been made. There are other times when the entity is not aware that progress has been made in other areas of its being. There might be, for instance, the repeating of patterns of thoughts, desires, and behaviors which do not satisfy the entity, for they seem the same as always, and no growth is there apparent. We can only suggest to the ardent seeker that in each instance the estimation which we have rendered might be just the opposite. For in those times in which the seeker feels the progress has been made, it might indeed be true that the progress has been made. But in that area for the present moment, there is no further growth, the growth having been accomplished. In the area in which the seeker feels the frustrations and disappointments at the shall we say, maintenance of the status quo, there is yet the growth in motion and in potential, and there is the possibility for the developing of new thoughts and behaviors. To summarize our somewhat lengthy statement, may we say that at each moment the seeker shall be experiencing some facet of the growth process. But in your illusion, you shall not be fully appraised of the exact nature of your growth 
until it is well behind you. For the illusion which you inhabit is quite dense, and does provide many times of confusion, many opportunities for growth. And as you seek the light, you seek the darkness of your own forgetting that is necessary to propel you towards the light. May we answer you further, my brother. L. I desire to question you on a different subject, the subject of healing. I am aware that certain procedures that I have developed in the past were simply tools or constructs that were for the purpose of enabling me to develop a rudimentary understanding of the process so as to work with it. And I'm aware that those constructs are but tools and not the reality itself. My understanding of the reality of healing is incomplete. I do know that there are points in time where I can apparently generate or tap into a form of energy and apparently can project this but I do not understand how it works or what purpose it accomplishes, in that, to my understanding, the actual purpose of the healer is simply to act as a go-between, a focusing object, or the person desiring healing and intelligent infinity. I realize this is a pretty vague introduction for the question, but would you discuss the subject of healing in relation to this? Latwi. I am Latwi, and am aware of your query, my brother. We are also aware that this is quite a large subject, but we shall attempt to make some general statements that we hope may be of service to you. First of all, we shall begin with the normally accepted realm of healing as it is experienced within your density, this known as the allopathic method of healing, where the healer assumes the greatest amount of responsibility for the one to be healed and its healing process. You may see this as an action from outside of the one to be healed, and as some kind of salve upon the wound, the presence of the healer therefore being necessary in order for what is loosely described as the healing process to occur. Now we move to the realm of healing, which has just begun to surface in the conscious knowledge of this group, that being the contact with intelligent infinity, by which the healer offers to the one to be healed the opportunity to accept a new configuration of mind-body-spirit more congruent with that configuration known as health. In this process, the healer has no will, but offers itself as an instrument or a channel for the intelligent infinity present in each entity to. Side 1 of the tape recording the session ends here. We continue on Side 2 with Jim channeling Latwi. I am Latwi, and am once again with this instrument. To continue. This shell, then having been pierced. The one to be healed then has the opportunity to accept the new configuration that offers health, shall we say. This process then, having been successfully completed, does then allow for what you call the healing to occur.
Between these two types of healing lie many steps. Those seeking to become healers travel this path that joins these two points. At each step along this path, the healer does become transformed so that it does practice upon itself what you might call the healing process. So that the injunction which is old among your peoples of physician, heal thyself, is indeed accomplished. This healing of the one desiring to become a healer does then allow this entity to provide other entities with this same opportunity. As this process continues, as the healer does become what is called healed, or what might be more clearly defined as balanced in its energy centers and balanced in mind, body, and spirit, then it is able to provide this opportunity to other selves. At one point more closely associated with a contact with intelligent infinity, yet short of this point, there does come about a transformation, shall we say, which might be described as contact with intelligent energy, which is more known among your peoples as action at a distance and does include the ability of the entity to utilize powers of the mind which have not been well known among your peoples. The entity then is able to provide more energy, shall we say, of its own abilities to the one to be healed, and then does it affect the one to be healed, but to a lesser extent than does the allopathic healer. May we answer you further, my brother. L. Yes, one last question. In seeking to heal, obviously one of the prime requisites would be to assist in whatever manner possible the person desiring healing to identify the novel condition that is projected from intelligent infinity. Obviously, this is something I need to do for myself as well. Have you any advice on how to go about this? Latwi. I am Latwi. My brother, we would wish to correct what we believe to be a misapprehension, and that is that the one seeking to be a healer is one wishing to serve the one creator without a will of its own, making its will subservient to the will of the creator. Therefore, the one seeking to be the healer does not aid the one to be healed in the preparation of the configuration of the mind of the one to be healed. For this is the task solely of the one to be healed, and the one seeking to be that known as a healer then offers itself for whatever the outcome as a catalyst, shall we say, for the healing to occur or not to occur. May we answer you further my brother. L. No, I thank you for your assistance and your patience. Latwi. I am Latwi. We are most grateful to you, as always. Is there another question at this time? K. Yes, I hesitate to ask this question, and I'll certainly understand if the answer is not appropriate. When I was in my thirties, as I can recall, I had a completely overwhelming experience in a classroom during the worship service, 
The classroom was in another building, even from the worship service, and I was totally overwhelmed with a presence in that room, and I certainly did not understand the experience. And I had no one to whom I could go that did understand. And I've lived with that, still am, without understanding it. I felt a pain in the heart for years and wonder if it's appropriate. Would you comment on that? Latwi. I am Latwi and am aware of your query, my sister. We may speak in general upon this subject, for such experiences are not as unusual among your peoples as many would believe. For this seeming random contact with what we have called intelligent infinity does from time to time make itself known to various entities for a great variety of reasons. In your particular case, the pain which you have felt within the heart of your being acts much like the grain of sand within that creature you call the oyster. It does motivate you, shall we say, to ask the reasons for this occurrence, the meaning of this occurrence, and does in some way then affect the way in which you seek. The sand is likened unto the pain and produces that likened unto the pearl of great price. And as you seek the meaning of this occurrence, you shall, within your being, produce that pearl which you have incarnated to produce. May we answer you further, my sister? Okay. Well, it was so very, very painful and overwhelming that I tried to forget it for a long time, and it comes back to me from time to time. Would you comment on why I insisted on forgetting it? Latwi. I am Latwi, and again may speak only generally. It is often the case that an experience which is so overwhelming and out of the ordinary shall be too intense for an entity to consider at once, and must needs be spread out, shall we say, over the period of the lifetime, for its meaning to be fully revealed. May we answer you further, my sister? K. No, thank you, that's fine. Thank you very much. Latwi. I am Latwi. We are grateful to you as well. Is there another question at this time? M. Yes. Could you tell me how one becomes an instrument? Latwi. I am Latwi, and may suggest that the desire to be that known as an instrument is the greatest factor in becoming such. There is within this group a practice which allows such entities to devote a specific period of time to developing this ability, and we might simply refer you to those entities present which will aid you in this process if it should be your desire. The process is quite simple and requires the attaining of the meditative state with the desire to receive such information after the tuning in a group has been accomplished as it has been this evening, and the beginning transmissions experienced. May we answer you further, my sister? M. You've answered me, thank you. Latwi. I am Latwi. Is there another question at this time?
L. Latwi, as there do not seem to be any more questions, I would just like to say that in view of the fact that this is Easter, that your answers have been exactly what we've been dying to hear. And we shall look forward to hearing from you again. Latwi. I am Latwi, and am most pleased with these puns, and we shall file them for future reference. L. I hope you enjoyed my yolks. Latwi. We are very pleased to have other groups with which to share them, and shall give this group the proper credit. May we ask if there are any questions before we leave this group? We are not always able to provide answers which are as potentially enlightening, shall we say, as those questions this evening have elicited, and we would not wish to leave any question unanswered. K. Yes, one other question. The 60s and the 70s? I've lived a long time, and I think I'm aware of this. But the 60s and the 70s have been, it seems to me, times of reappraisal and a kind of awakening, or at least a seeking. Is that true? Latwi. I am Latwi, and am aware of your query, my sister. We are in agreement with your estimation, and may comment somewhat further by suggesting that as this cycle of learning is ending for your peoples, those entities incarnating are incarnating for what may well be the last opportunity for completing the lessons of this cycle, and therefore have programmed before the Incarnation a great deal of learning which, it is hoped, shall occur during the Incarnation. This fact is increased in its intensity when it is realized that the entities now incarnating are also those entities most likely to achieve the graduation, the, shall we say, cream of the crop which your planet has produced in its cycles of evolution. And this fact, added to the previous fact, does then increase that experience which occurs in the incarnative state. The periods of years which you have described are an accurate reflection of the increased vibratory rates of the peoples of your planet and the learning which is being attempted. And you might be prepared, shall we say, for the future years being of an increased vibratory nature as well, as both polarities seek to make their graduations upon your planet. May we answer you further, my sister? K. Yes, I've had some friends in the seminary who think that the year 2000 is a climactic time, and is that an accurate statement also? Latwi. I am Latwi, and am aware of your query, my sister. When speaking of time periods, it is increasingly difficult to accurately describe the time in which any event shall occur, the further the event is from that you call the present. You may see your present situation as a point in space and time with an infinity of possibilities surrounding that point, possibilities for future events. You may also see the course which has been traveled by your peoples and its direction of further travel. But to project that force further into your future becomes more and more difficult. 
for each entity upon your planet fully exercises that known as free will. And as this is exercised, the possibility of predicting its course becomes more and more difficult as what you call time progresses. It might be generally stated that the year 2000 and subsequent years following that year are more likely to be decisive points and become that culmination of points of experience which is often called the graduation or the harvest for your peoples. May we answer you further, my sister. K. When you talk about the harvest, we use the concept of the end of a dispensation, or is that the same? Latwi. I am Latwi, and we find that there are many terms which have been applied to this which is loosely called the harvest by many of your peoples over great periods of what you call time. When we speak of harvest, we are speaking of the end of this planet's third density experience and the beginning of its fourth density experience, that experience which is likened unto a quantum leap in evolution. May we answer you further, my sister? K. No, that helps a lot, thank you. Latwi. I am Latwi. We are most grateful to you as well. Is there another question at this time? M. Yes, I have a friend that is disgustingly happy all the time, and she doesn't seem to have much depth. Now, I don't know whether or not to envy her happiness or whether I feel sorry for her because she takes everything, what seems to me, lightly. Or maybe it's because I'm not as happy. Is her happiness good or not? Latwi. I am Latwi, and am aware of your query, my sister. We can respond to this query most helpfully, we believe, by suggesting that the response depends upon one's point of view. In truth, it has been said that there is no right or wrong, no good or evil, but only the experience of the Creator by the Creator. Each entity as a portion of the one Creator incarnates to learn certain lessons. Some lessons require the application of a great amount of what you might call pain and difficult experience in order to get the attention, shall we say, of the Self which is attempting these lessons. Other lessons may not require so great an application of the pain. It cannot be said without knowing the full scope of an entity's pre-incarnative choices whether the entity is learning the lessons programmed, or whether these lessons are being ignored, or whether they have indeed been learned. There are an infinite array of lessons, of portions of the One Creator, and experiences available within the One Creation. Each is a portion of the Creator and is experienced by the Creator. May we answer you further, my sister. M. No, I think you've answered the question. Latwi. I am Latwi. Is there another question at this time? M. 
Maybe you can tell me a little more about her. She paints happy faces on everybody around her, and that makes her happy. And is she ignoring the misery around her? Or is it a good idea to paint happy faces on people? Latouille. I am Latouille, and am aware of your query, my sister. Again, we must respond by suggesting that it is not possible to say whether an action such as this is good or not good, but can only be seen as an experience of the Creator in which lessons are being attempted. Within your illusion, each entity has his or her own set of biases, of preferences, of their definitions of what is good and what is not good. These are an illusion, as we have said, for there is no good or evil in truth. But these are necessary illusions to provide the catalyst for growth among your peoples. As you meet entities in your daily round of activities, such as this entity, you shall view such an entity through the framework of your own preferences and biases. You shall, therefore, interact with this entity in a manner which does then produce a catalyst for experience and growth. You shall see the entity in such and such a manner, and the entity shall see you likewise. This shall produce an interchange and interplay of thoughts, ideas, behaviors, and feelings for both of you and those surrounding you. All of these thoughts and feelings shall either add to the biases which you have, or shall in some way produce the balancing effect, so that that concept which is known to you as judgment is evened or smoothed in its effect and acceptance of the other self. The other self's behavior and your own self is then aided, for this is the greatest lesson of your illusion. The acceptance of all entities, including yourself. The acceptance of all experience. For all is the experience of the one creator. May we answer you further, my sister. M. Well, I'm not sure. I think I would like to find some of her happiness. But I don't particularly like shallowness if it has to go with it. Can happiness and shallowness be separated? Latwi. I am Latwi and am aware of your query, my sister. We may suggest that those distortions which you have called happiness and shallowness are two facets of the jewel of the one creation and creator, and are not greater or lesser than any other experience. Each, then, does provide a lesson. All lessons aid the Creator in knowing itself, and aid each portion of the Creator in knowing the Creator. May we answer you further, my sister? M. Well, if she's getting as much out of it as I am, then I think I would like to have some of her happiness. From what you're telling me, she's accomplishing just as much. Am I understanding that correctly? Latwi. I am Latwi, and I'm aware of your query, my sister. Depending upon one's point of view, this is entirely correct, 
It is difficult to know whether an entity is accomplishing what it set out to accomplish before its incarnation, during its incarnation. But whether or not lessons are learned, there is an infinity of time for each entity to learn all lessons, and all lessons are lessons which aid the Creator and the entity. May we answer you further, my sister? M. No, I think you've answered the question at this time as much as I can understand. Latwi. I am Latwi. May we ask if there is another question at this time? I am Latwi. We are most grateful to each present this evening for extending to us the opportunity to speak this capacity of attempting to answer your queries. We realize that each seeks the solution to many inner mysteries. We of Latwi do not presume to be able to answer these queries fully. We hope in our answers that you might find further stimulus for seeking within the true solutions to each mystery. We can only offer directions and comments for any answer we give contains the distortions which are inherent in any language which attempts to convey thoughts in words which are unable to hold the thoughts. Therefore, we ask each entity present to remember that we are also seeking solutions to mysteries which we share with you. We would at this time take our leave of this group we leave each of you in the love and in the light of the one infinite Creator. We shall be with you again in what you call your future and look forward to each opportunity to be with you in your meditations. I am known to you as Latwi. Adonai, my friends. Adonai, Vasu, Moragas. Go forth then rejoicing in the power and the peace of the One Infinite Creator.